From the Bob Marley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion, email edition for November 4th, 2010. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Walter Eccles, Kathy Whirling, Teresa Eccles, Kevin Close, and John Magi. And, you can just call me Kevin Eccles. <laughs> yeah, really. No one in the peanut gallery right now. Just kind of nice having, you know, just... Just us. Just us. Quiet, intimate group. We are going to read your emails and play your voicemails on this week's show. If you would like to send us an email, the address is podcast at wdwinfo.com. Voicemails toll-free in the United States, Canada, and Mexico, one 310 The local number, 407-574-5093. Uh, this, uh, that, those phone numbers are only for voicemails for the show. If you have an administrative issue with the site, um, that is not the place to send them. Yeah, um, don't call. And uh, we've gotten, I've, I've gotten a few of them in there. Um, you know, we do an email show every other week. Sometimes we do it every three weeks. Uh, so it could be as long as three weeks before somebody listens to those voicemails. So it is not an effective way to communicate with us on issues uh, other than voicemails for our show. So I just wanted to make sure I, I put that out there. Um, voicemails that are recorded via your iPhone through the voice memo feature or recorded on your computer are more likely to get played on the show because the sound quality is much better. So we, I, that those, are, those are the first ones I pick. And if I don't have enough of those, I then go into voicemails that come over the phone but uh, obviously sound quality matters so if you can record your voicemail on your smartphone and email it to us or record it on your computer and email it to us again podcast at wdwinfo.com is the <laughs> is the uh, uh, the the email address uh, for those to be sent if we play your voicemail or read your email on the show you will have your choice of a Diz Unplugged t-shirt or pin and lanyard. And then once a month, we select a winner at random from among the voicemails and emails that we discuss on the show. And that person gets a shot at the prize matron. Pick a number 1 through 50. And uh, each number uh, corresponds to a different prize. And it could be anything from a $25 gift certificate all the way up to, I think, we're give, I think we've got uh, an iPad in there that has to be won. So some cool prizes, some cool prizes there. So with that out of the way, we're going to go ahead and get started with our first voicemail, which comes to us from Yvonne, who has a question about the podcast cruise. So here is Yvonne. Hi, this is Yvonne from Maryland, BZ Elf on the Boards. And I have a question about the upcoming podcast cruise. I was wondering, are there any options for sending home items from uh, from the ship or at the airport? Because I'll be catching a transfer directly from the port to the airport. Or is my only option is to make sure it's in my luggage so I can get it home. 
Thanks. Well, thank you for the question, Yvonne. Uh, from what I understand, uh, you are not able to ship from ship packages from the ship. Everything needs to go through customs with you. It has to clear customs. So if you are going to ship something home, I believe there are options at Orlando International Airport, but you may not have the time, uh, depending on how tight your, your connection is. One of the things we've been recommending to people on our Adventure by Dis- Adventures by Disney trips is bring some pre-filled uh, out FedEx labels, some boxes, things like that. If you get to the airport and you have a few seconds to throw stuff in a box, it might be easier just to... You know, ship it from that point rather than standing there and packaging it. And That's a good idea. Do you think of that yourself? I did all by myself. That's a cool <laughs> idea. That's oh. patent pending, Johnny and Jake. <laughs> I'll squiggle. So you are not able to ship from the ship itself. It's a customs issue, and uh, which kind of makes sense. So, hope that answers your question. Thank you for calling in. Who has an email they'd like to I've read? I've actually got um, some that are also cruise related. Jeff Alves. Uh, oh, Key West lover on the boards to send us like. I think it's Jeff Jeff Alves, isn't it? What mm-hmm. did I say? Alves. Alves. Jeff Alves. He sent us several emails. Hi, Jeff. With all different questions um, related to podcast crews, but cruising in general. So I thought maybe we can sort of knock some of these out. Hi, Val. And <laughs> he's just going to keep interrupting me. No, I'm just saying hello to Jeff and Val. I love Jeff and Val. Uh, the first one is Hi, gang. I know this question has been asked and answered before, but I, I just can't remember what the answer was. With Podcast 2.0 rapidly approaching, I thought I'd ask, what are the options for having a gift left in someone's stateroom on board? How do we go about ordering something, and what are the prices? That's so sweet. He's thinking yeah, about me. Yeah, I was me. thinking he was going to put it in my room. Was he really? <laughs> oh, you poor delusional people. <laughs> um, you have several choices, Jeff, one of which is to order directly from Disney Cruise Line. If you go to DisneyCruise.com and look up uh, stateroom amenities or stateroom gifts. There's a whole list of stuff you can do. Anything from uh, a fruit platter, which is kind of a waste of money because all the fruit's free on the ship, to you know bottles of champagne and chocolate-covered strawberries right, and spa um, packages and a whole bunch of different stuff on DisneyCruise.com. Um, but we also want to make sure that we mention our friend Shirley at. The perfect gift. Perfect gift. She's awesome. She is awesome. She'll not only do prearranged gift baskets, but if you talk to her, she'll personalize it for you and make sure things get in there that you guys like. And when I say that Shirley, and we do not have a financial relationship at all with Shirley, we just, I, we love this woman to death. Um, we do advertise her on the site, but we advertise her free of charge. We love her. We love her. We love her. Once you she, meet Shirley, you, you will love her you too. You will love her too. Um, Those of you going on Podcast Cruise 2.0, Shirley's going to be there. And I, I'm so excited that she's going to be oh, I a seen part her of this. Years. I can't wait. Can, um, I share, can I share a story about Shirley that I think is absolutely adorable? She has signed up for the cruise, and we went through the process of having people sign up for their credentials so that we captured your his board's name so we can make your credentials. All your personal information so we can take credit cards in your name. Exactly. (laughs) While you're on the cruise. And Shirley filters out, and apparently her husband, Norm, has a different last name than she does. Well, she put in the little notes, I know he has a different last name, but we are married and we are legal. (laughs) (laughs) She's so cute. I can't stand it. She she is, uh, and, and she's absolutely a wealth of knowledge on on Florida, uh, on Key West in particular. She grew up in Key West. She's a um, whole Brevard County. 
Yep. She has a whole thread on the cruise board with nothing but helpful information if you're coming for a cruise. Shirley's even put her um, personal, personal phone number mm-hmm. up there. Yeah, it's, it, she's, and, uh, she's a, been a fixture on the site for many, many years. Um, and I, I, I just and, – and there's a reason for it. It's not just because she's a great lady, because she is, but the quality and love that she puts in to the gifts that she puts on the cruise – Really, I'm sorry, Disney can't touch her. Disney cannot touch her. Uh, They're spectacular. And um, so my recommendation, if you want to um, do something, um, unless it's something like a a spa package that Shirley possibly can't do, Although I'm sure if you asked her, she'd probably do give a massage (laughs) if if, you you wanted to. But uh, if it's anything that Shirley can do, I really, really would ask everybody send her your business send her your business uh, small she's a you know small business owner um, who has struggled with the economy just like everybody else has and just ups her game to try and and make her product better um, that's where your support should go I really and truly she is she is the best she is the absolute best a perfect gift is the name of her business I'll make sure there's a link on the show notes page to that, but uh, just do a Google search on a perfect gift in Cocoa Beach, Florida, and their website will show up. And uh, also, or do a, a search on a, a, a perfect the perfect gift on uh, on the cruise board, and mm-hmm. you'll see pages and pages and pages of people that have used her and just love her. Once you use her once. You go back to her over and over and over again because that's how good a yeah. job she does. Once you meet her, you're a friend for life. And like I said, we have no financial relationship whatsoever with The Perfect Gift. Um, we are just huge fans of her service, and we are absolutely in love with her. So, boy, that, that was a <laughs> commercial and a half of Shirley. The love fest. Well, but it's, it, I'm telling you, she, you've met her. I I've mean, met she's, her. Incredible. she's incredible. She's incredible. see her again. Got a great personality. She just exudes warmth and charm, and oh, she's great. I can't wait to see her. Agreed. Uh, let me real quick go on to my second one. Okay. from Jeff, is it about uh, is it about Shirley? No, it's not about <laughs> Many of us are going on podcast cruise two We'll be spending some days at Walt Disney World before and after the actual cruise. Do you know if any of the Disney resorts will hold a bag for us until we return from the cruise? There's no official policy. Uh, that Disney will do this. However, I've asked my agents if they've had any experience with this, and all of them have said the same thing. If you're staying at the same Disney resort before and after your cruise, they will do it. They will hold your bags for the duration of the cruise until you come back. If you're staying at different resorts, they will not do it. Obviously, if it's just a pre- or a post-cruise stay, they will not do it as well. And we're trying to get confirmation from the Swan Dolphin if they will do it, um, apparently there. You know, we have so many people staying there pre and post that there might not be logistically the space to do it or the manpower to do it. But we're trying to make sure that we can get that answer for the Swan Dolphin. I'll let y'all know. Thank you, Teresa. Cool. Well, thank you for that, John. Thank you, Jeff, for writing in. Who else has an email they'd like to read? I do. This is from Jim Newmeyer, and this one I thought was kind of funny. It sounds like a math problem. A co-worker of mine is going to Disney in December. He's driving from Pennsylvania and leaving on the 22nd. He is staying off-site, arriving on the 24th, and staying for four days. 
<laughs> you getting all this? I am. I'm writing it down. Okay. Taking notes. He wants to do a different park each day. There are a total of eight people. <laughs> That's like a math problem. You lost And me. some are kids. I know one is a first grader. This is their first trip to the world. I've heard this week is going to be very crowded. Here's the question. What tip would you give them to help them enjoy the world? Stay longer. <laughs> what week is it? If you're driving two days down and two days back and only staying for They're four days? on the 22nd. Arriving on Christmas Eve oh, it's and staying suck. for four days. It's going to suck. It's going to be well, busy. <laughs> well, listen. So good at Walt, not doing itinerary. Yeah, really. Um, listen, the, the, you know, it, it, it applies at Christmas the same way it applies any other busy time of the year. Um, you need to, A, have a plan. Don't go in expecting to have an existential experience in the parks. Um you want to be at whatever park you're going to. If you're staying on site, utilize extra magic hours uh, if they're available to you. Uh, you want, if you're not going to go to the park for extra magic that has extra mag- magic hours that day. Well, they're day, staying off property. Oh, they're staying off property. Then extra magic isn't an option. It's a non-option. They want to make sure they know what park is extra magic hour early opening mm-hmm. uh, for that day and avoid that park. Those parks tend to be more crowded. Uh, you also want to. Uh, uh, you want to you make sure you are at the park at least a half hour to 45 minutes prior to opening. Uh, you want to be there for rope drop. Know what, th- what rides you want to get on first. What, what, what are your big ones? What are the must-do rides? Um, you are going to have to utilize FastPass. I mean, these are all the tips we always talk about. Uh, these are the strategies that get you through the parks. On busy days. Well, what do you think? There's eight of them. Should they all try to stay together for I, the whole thing? Or? I, I would say no. I would say That's no. make it harder. Um, I, it does. It makes it a lot harder. But, you know, you, if you, they are going to stay together, then you want to use runners to get fast passes. You want to take your youngest, fastest people, give them your tickets. <laughs> You know, we used you to, when we came settlers west apparently. <laughs> <laughs> when we would when come we at Christmas, someone else. Anyway, when we used to come down at Christmas, I would sit down with my kids and say, "What are the rides that you definitely want to do?" Because if the kids know that they're going to get to ride their ride, they're more. You know, relaxed when they're going to the next person. Those so pre, don't those pre. I'm sorry, I apologize for interrupting. Those pre-trip discussions are so important because what's important to you, you know, and what's important to someone else is different. So sit down and talk about it so everybody understands that when you know the kid has a meltdown, it's because they didn't get a chance to ride, you know, Buzz Lightyear or something and like that. I, I, I know make that happened, and I know for a lot of our listeners, you're rolling your eyes, going, oh, "Well, of course you do that," but. Understand something. The vast majority of people who don't who go to Disney World don't come to our site. They don't go to our boards. They don't know this stuff. They don't buy guidebooks. They don't do an awful lot of research. Or if they do buy guidebooks, they're reading it on the plane. And this right. is their first right. trip here, this family. I was just going to say, if these were one trip. of those people who knew this, they wouldn't be asking this question. Right. And I would also say, every time we went at Christmas time, we were just so thankful that we were... In the parks for Christmas, that to us was a really big deal. So that went a long way towards, you know, when you saw the lines, you were part of the experience. So right. if you go with the right attitude, you can have a great time no matter what time of the year. I'm going to pile go. on with Kathy. One of the things that you should talk about on your two-day ride is the fact that... How blessed you are to be in 
Okay, I wasn't going that way. <laughs> <laughs> wow, John. Norman Rockwell, hang on. <laughs> um, oh, man. <laughs> I was just going to say, ask Santa for some patience and also understand and some that Xanax. you're not going to see everything. Mm-hmm. If you go in with the knowledge that there's more here than we can see in four days and it's going to be crowded, you can appreciate the stuff you do see. Under the best of circumstances, a four-day trip to Disney is a highlight trip. Right. right. Okay. Um, during Christmas week, it is highlight, highlight trip. So absolutely have a discussion. What's What are the must-do attractions? Whether it's a show, a ride, a parade, whatever it is, what are the must-dos? Make that list. Avoid, because you're staying off-site, avoid the park that has early opening that day. Um, uh, be there at park opening. Utilize fast passes. Uh, it's gonna be, fast passes are going to make all the difference in the world. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't you maybe avoid the Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day? I was going to say that. At all costs? Absolutely. Unless, busy, unless, unless you're there right at the beginning. Uh, or, or, or if you're just going in to see the parade. Um, or if you're going to show up later in the day. Right. Yeah. I want, I want more tip for that. If money is no object, utilize uh, what's available to you, like candlelight processional packages, uh, if there's a party, a Christmas party during your stay, all of these things will help you see the things mm. that you didn't get to see during the day. Right. Well, the re- last Christmas party, if they're arriving on December 21st, it's over. 24th. 24th. I'm sorry. Yeah. Are they arriving on the 24th? Right. It's over. If you really, if money really is no object, get one of the VIP tours. Were they back? I would also December? say appreciate. Well, I'd be flying if money were no object. Appreciate the stuff that. <laughs> be, yeah, be flying and staying longer than four days and not off site. Yeah, so money is an object. Appreciate the stuff you get to see. Appreciate what you get to experience because you won't get to experience at all. Right. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, just yeah. Have so, a good time. All right. Thanks very much for that. Our next voicemail comes to us from Melissa, who has a question about Adventures by Disney. So here is Melissa. Hi, podcast crew. My name is Melissa, uh, the Kylers on the Diz Boards. My husband and I are going on the ABD adventure uh, in April with you. So excited. Can't wait. Um, I just had a question uh, regarding what to pack. Once a final payment is made and the final itinerary is set, will there be a final itinerary sent to us so that we know how to pack? A um, little concerned on what to pack. Normally, when we go to the Disney World or Disneyland, it's theme park wear. It's uh, you know shorts and t-shirts and sweatshirts. So, do I pack that as well as a lot of dress clothes? Is it mainly you know business like uh, not business casual, but is it um, casual khakis, uh, dress shirts, or is it theme park wear most of the time? So I was just hoping you'd be able to answer that for me and just wanted to let Peter and Walter and Kathy and Teresa know that I'm so excited to finally be able to meet them. I've been listening to you guys um, since I got my iPod, which was probably about two years now, and uh, you guys feel like family, so can't wait to actually meet you in person and get a, get to see the, the face that goes along with the voices. So... um Thanks, and I uh, can't wait to see you in April. Bye. Oh, so she's the person who booked that trip with them. <laughs> oh, shut I up. knew you <laughs> would say something. Good question, though. I'm, I need the answer to that, well, too. Uh, first of all, um, 
you should have probably should have received something from Adventures by Disney in the mail. As you get closer to the trip, within 45 days, uh, you get stuff from Adventures by Disney. In that uh, will be included uh, a guide that will tell you everything they recommend that you should pack. And it's, it's a fairly uh, in-depth packing list that, they, that they, they give you. Now, you can go to the website and you can look up what happens every day of your trip to get an idea of where you're going to be. They don't give you specifics as in, because sometimes things will change, like where you're going to eat for dinner and things like that. But even the quote-unquote high-end restaurants, resort where is yeah. fine. Resort the most casual. I would ever say is a pair of khakis. I mean, I wore sneakers every place we went. Yeah. Right. The most I would say is a pair of khakis and a nice shirt. With any Adventures by Disney trip, I recommend the most comfortable walking shoes you can find. Mm. And not just shoes that you're comfortable walking in, shoes you're comfortable standing in. Because there are, especially in the backstage magic, there are a lot of points where you're doing a lot of standing, where sitting isn't an option. So you just want to keep that in mind but uh you're gonna have a great time looking forward to meeting you uh when uh, when we do this trip i um for me at this point any adventures by disney trip at all no matter how many times i get to do it i i'm so excited i can't stand it so we'll have a we'll have a great time this is this in particular was a great trip for those who are not familiar with what we're talking about we have three trips chartered next year for the California Backstage Magic Tour with Adventures by Disney. These are Diz Unplugged listeners that will be traveling with Walter and I and various other members of the team at different times. Uh, the February trip will be Walter and I, John and Kevin. The April trip, Walter and I, Teresa and Kathy. And the July trip is Walter and I and Corey and Julie. So you'll get a chance to, depending on which trip you're going on, You'll definitely meet me, which is really the most important part. <laughs> okay, make sure you um, have your best clothes for that. Yes, yes. <laughs> Dresses and tiaras. There is there, there there is a there is a ceremony in the beginning of the kissing of the ring. Um, <laughs> so, but uh, we're going to have a great time. We're going to have a great time. You're going to love it. This is a great trip. The visit to Imagineering alone. That visit alone for me is worth the price of these trips. I uh, actually have a surprise for return visitors for next year. Yay. And these also on these trips, for those who aren't aware, uh, Disney legend Marty Sklar is going to be, uh, we're going to be having lunch with him. Oh, how cool. Um, and uh, he was the head of Walt Disney Imagineering for many years, actually worked side by side with Walt on the building of Walt Disney World, on the plans for Walt Disney World. Many of the attractions you love in Disney parks around the world. Uh, pass through Marty's hands in their development. So very excited. He's a great guy, a lot of fun uh, to talk to. And, uh, you know, that's exclusive to our trips. That's not part of, that's something we set up. That's not something Adventures by Disney does. You only get that experience doing this trip with us. So, and there, uh, there are, there's space available on the February and the April trip. The July trip is sold out. Correct. So if you want to go on those trips, email Kevin. Kevin at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com and he'll help you get all set up. We do have the possibility of a fourth trip traveling August 7th. At this point, we do not have enough people on that trip to guarantee departure. So if you're one of those people that is on that trip and this is uh, something that you're really looking to do, Adventures by Disney is eventually going to ask me to release that date, release that date yeah. to them. So if you're looking to travel with the podcast, 
at this point, it looks like you might have to pick February, February or, April. or an April trip. Yep. So, well, thank you for the question, Lisa. Who else has an email they'd like to I read? do. I'm going on John's thing. I ask questions on Facebook, and I got a lot of cruise questions. So this is from Ryan Slusher. Going on a Disney cruise next year. We would like to stay at the Coco Key Hotel. What's the best way to get from the port to this hotel? From the Okay, from the port to the hotel. Okay, we were thinking of renting a car after the cruise to get around, but don't want to pay for a car we wouldn't be using for five days while on the cruise. Is there a car rental location near or at the port? And the answer is there's Hertz, Budget, Thrifty, Avis, and Enterprise. And they all have um, drop-off locations by the port, and they all have free round-trip shuttles. And they're open on Sundays, too. What you're going to want to do, though, is also see if you're not going to use the car for the whole time, make sure you pick one of those that has a location near the hotel where you're staying. And you also want to figure... Um, if you do like a weekly rate, it might work out to be cheaper to keep the car and park it at the port than to just, you know. You know it might make out better if you uh, hire a town car service. If you call a town car I w- uh, staying at Coco Key, I really would suggest you have a car. If, if, if that's something you're willing to do, that's a good idea. Um, they do have transportation to the parks, but uh, I think you do better with uh, – with your own car. More freedom, more flexibility. To go Especially on. for Universal, because it's literally two minutes from Universal mm-hmm. at Coco Key. And there, Coco Key, there is a car rental place on property, and I don't remember what it is, but I'll let you know. Yeah, Jim. I think it's national, but I'm not sure. I don't remember. That would be yeah. handy if you wanted to do a one-way, one-way yeah. rental. I'll let you know which, what it is. I can't remember offhand. Well, thank you for that, Kathy. Who else has one they want to read? I do. It says, hi, podcast crew. We were listening to the latest podcast on our commute to work, as we typically do, and heard the upset over the apparent size limit of the aqueduct. Well, you might be thinking circumference rather than diameter. A 52-inch diameter aqueduct would be a little bit more than four feet across and four feet wide, which, mean, which seems reasonably... I still can't fit. Reasonably sized people would fit on this water ride. We're, we're sure you just got the immediate visual in your head rather than focusing on the specific wording. And given all the problems that Universal has had recently, we can absolutely see how a 52-inch round tube would come to mind right off the bat. Could you please clarify next time you have a recording that the fact is 52-inch in diameter rather than circumference? Uh, We don't want everyone to get all bent out of shape, but they don't have to. This is from Jen Stammy, N-E-J, the lion. They're still going to have to... Lube me up with Crisco yeah, it, and push shows, me down. It shows people sitting up, and you obviously can't sit up. In I'm six foot five, and if I sit down, I'm guessing I'm close to three and a half or four feet tall. I'm one of those people who's built in a way that my inseam, I don't have real long legs. I'm tall from my butt to the top of my head. Right. I'm not going to be able to sit up in a four foot <laughs> tube on a raft. And I understand that I said it was a 52-inch opening. I'm going to be honest with you. It was just something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do a whole lot of research on this. You see the people on the boards correcting. Oh, they us. went. They, they I, I, get it. I get it. I get it. It's 52 <laughs> inches in it. diameter. No. 52 inches around would make it about that big. I get it. <laughs> but it's one of those things that it's not something I really gave a whole lot of thought to. I was told in the cart, do you have a rapid fire? Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> so, so now we're elaborating But I want you to know I consider myself a reasonably sized person I love that term 
but I am more than four feet tall sitting up on a tube. So it's not going to fit everyone. Correct. Okay. Now we've got that out of the way. Kevin, you have an email? I do. That was it, actually, but I have another one. This one is from a Shannon in Clinton, Ontario, Canada. Was wondering if you will ever have a contest for the strangest place people listen to the podcast. Clinton, Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> you win. This is why you handed me this. You had that all no, written out, didn't you? <laughs> I work in a salt mine. You win. <laughs> okay. No, no more callers, please. We have a winner. <laughs> really? 17. I love starting contests that I know I can win. Uh, who's the tallest person sitting down? I win. I work in a salt mine 1,780 feet underground and listen to your podcast while I work. Keep up the good work. Shannon, you know what? I've told this story before. When we first started the podcast, there was a gentleman who told us that he listened to us overnight driving trucks in Scotland. And that, to me, seemed very exotic at the time. 1,780 feet below the ground. God bless you. Uh, I, you might win. And salt mine. In a salt mine. You know what? Just for the fact that you go to work every day in a salt mine, pick a number. <laughs> pick a number. Go, Shannon. You started the contest and you won it all in one email. <laughs> Yay. I think other listeners should also send us information. I think that's cool. I agree. Yeah, I'm not going to give them all pick a numbers. No, no. Because we we're going to have people like, you know. I dig graves for a living, and I, you know, oh. we're going to have like all sorts of bizarre. Really, I, 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 I think for coming well. <laughs> up with the idea of the contest, I think letting Shannon pick a number is a great idea. I will mm-hmm. say this much: as far as contests go, we got a big one coming up the beginning of the year. Got a real big one coming up oh. the beginning of the year. Someone's going to win a really nice cruise, the beginning of the year. Oh, but you're going to have to work for it. Beginning when? of the year, beginning of 2011. 2011. I need an M M&M. and M. Wow. <laughs> she pops Eminem like a Valium. Teresa has the vapors. On her Marilyn voice, I need an Eminem. <laughs> Mr. President. You're not choking on the Eminem now, no, are you? I'm fine. I'm going to take another one. <laughs> Just to calm down. Like John said, freak. Shut up. <laughs> Eminem and Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Hey, more bring back memories, Max. Really? That's all she had the last all month. She, she was pregnant. cheese doodles, and she makes up the whole picture, doesn't she? <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, we have another voicemail from Becky, who has questions about spas. So here's Becky. Hi, podcast crew. This is Becky. I am B. Kale on the boards. Uh, I have a spa question for you. I know you've talked about this before, and I've gone back and listened to some of the older episodes about it, but I'm still really undecided on what to do. I'm running the half marathon in January, and I'd like to go get a massage the next day. Uh, My husband and I are really staying at the Yacht and Beach Club, and we won't have a car. Um, I know the Swan and Dolphin has a spa, but I couldn't really tell from the previous shows and the boards how well it was liked. Um, I was also thinking about the Grand Floridian um, because we can get to the TTC and hop the monorail. Um, For me, I just want a massage and I might do a facial as well. But my husband, who's not running, uh, is really into the spa stuff. He likes to sit in the hot tub, the steam room, the sauna. He likes the whole spa experience. So I've heard Grand Floridian spa areas maybe a little small and not the greatest for this. So I'm kind of torn on where where I should go. So where would you guys go? Um, I know Pete likes the Gaylord Palms, but again, we don't have a car. 
thanks for your help, and I look forward to meeting all of you on the February ABD trip. Well, Becky, um, the uh, thank you for calling in. Uh, the spa you're speaking of at the Swan Dolphin is called the Mandara Spa. Uh, Mandara is a great spa. Um, I, I, I like, I very much like the one at the Swan Dolphin, but in general, I like Mandara spots. And uh, I think for the kind of experience you're looking for, it's close, it's, uh, it, it, and it's good. I think your husband, especially if your husband's a spa junkie, Will it's enjoy it. Size. Ooh, it's yes. a decent size. There's spot. a lot of places you can you can once you're done with a hot tub or whatever. They have places you can lounge around and drink. You know, uh, and you can come back all day. If you get a treatment, you, get you can treatment, stay there. You can stay there all day, coming and going. I know yeah. the men's room has a steam room. There's a lot you can do. It's beautiful. It really is. Um, so I, it's Mandara, I start, right? Yes, Mandara Spa. The uh, the other spas on property are run by Nikki Bryan Salons, and personally, I am not a fan. Of Nikki Bryan's product, um, I just have never liked them. Uh, at one point, I would have said the spa at the Disney Institute. Uh, now it's Saratoga Springs. Uh, that spa was the last one that actually Disney owned and operated. When they went from the Disney Institute to Saratoga Springs, they turned it over to Nikki Bryan. I have not been there since then, so I really can't comment. Size wise, amenity wise, that was a fabulous spa. Uh, that was my favorite for a long time because it was a really nice size spa, a lot of treatment rooms, and especially the men's uh, uh, the men's locker room area had a great hot tub, great steam room. Uh, I really enjoyed that uh, immensely. So I'll I'll throw that out there. I haven't been there in a long time. Can't vouch for it. It's run by Nikki Bryan now, so. God only knows what condition it's in. Uh, the Grand Floridian Spa, I wouldn't go back to. I would not go back to. Again, Nikki Bryan Salon. It is small. It is, it, it la at least the last time I was there, it's been a few years. Probably time to really redo some reviews of these spas. But uh, uh, the last time I was there, I was not impressed. I was not impressed with the facility. I was not impressed with the service. I was not impressed with the massage uh, so I, I don't, I don't hold the Nikki Bryan salons in very high esteem. Now, perhaps they've gotten better in recent years. Um, I probably should go back and check them out, but I can tell you, I have done the Mandara recently and the Mandara spa is an awesome spa and, uh, you, you could certainly do worse. You could certainly do worse. So that's nice and close. It's walking distance to the yacht and beach club. There's no transportation required. Uh, so I would say, I would say go Mandara. So, hope that answers your question, Becky. Thank you for calling in. Who else has an email they'd like to read? I do. <clears throat> this one is from Mary Tetch. Miss Minnie Mouse on the boards. She and her husband are going to go to Shula's without the kids on their upcoming trip. They're going to be staying at Oak Key West Resort. They want to drive to the Dolphin. Um, they want to know, do they have to pay for parking at the Dolphin? They weren't sure about this since it's not a Disney-operated resort. Is there a parking fee? How much is it? Will the restaurant validate our parking pass if we dine there? There is parking. Parking is $10 for... 11. Is it 11 it's now? 11 now. $11 for... Is it 24 hours? Yeah. Yeah, 24 hours. But if you eat at Shula's, they will validate your... Also, I found 
I don't know if this is true of every night, but if you're there really late and you go, there's nobody at the little how, the little booth and the gates open. So if you're, you know, I don't know if that's call, a regular they, they thing. They caught me last time late night, so I, oh, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I've done it several times late at night for whatever reason I was over just, there. You know, it's, they validate, so just valet. Yeah. Well, I think, though, if you do um, valet park, they validate for all but $5. Oh, it's okay. It's not the full amount. It's the amount of the regular parking is what they validate for. So you can pay the difference between the valet fee and the regular parking fee. Gotcha. It's worth it, even if you had to pay to valet. Really? You're right there. But just, the parking lot is right there, too. I mean, we're talking. I mean, it's not like it's way out in the. It can be It can be a walk, depending upon how crowded the hotel is. Full-on steak. I can't walk you need to the my walk. car. <laughs> Full-on steak. Loosen your pants and walk to the car. <laughs> then they'd fall down. All right. Well, thank you for that, Walter. Who else has an email I'd like to read? I have one. Go ahead. Yeah, John. Do you want to go, Kathy? No, go ahead. I started to open my mouth, and he already said it. Sorry. I have mine's from Tracy in some place. LaCorey. What's AB? Alberta. Alberta. It's in Canada. Alberta. Okay, if you say so. If Disney announces Alaska cruises for 2012, how about a Diz podcast cruise to Alaska? How about that? I'd do it. Would you? I'd go, John. Oh. i got to be honest with you, Tracy and Teresa. I don't think we're going to be going to Alaska in 2012. We're looking at some dates for 2012 now. We're going to announce those as soon as we can. Now oh, Pete's making pouty face. We're <laughs> going to uh, announce those dates as soon as we've... Um, Got them settled with Disney Cruise Line. We're going to Alaska. <laughs> you go to Alaska. You just can't go with the podcast cruise. I am the podcast, but every time I cruise, Whoa. it's a podcast cruise. Oh, okay. Uh, we're probably going to we're probably going to do two cruises in 2012. What's this person's Ooh. name? Tracy Vandervert. Tracy will go. To hell Tracy with Tracy Vandervert. What'd you say? Okay. Vandervert. Okay, it is. We'll be our own podcast cruise, Tracy. <laughs> and you guys can sit in the lobby and record. We can. <laughs> she can be the audience. There you go. She can clap when you talk. That's let right. Just, let me just say, I want to make sure I get this out there. We're thinking about two cruises in 2012. Yes, we are. We're thinking about wow. a summer cruise so that people who have kids in school or who are school teachers can go with us, and also another one in a regular time in December. And wow. uh, to let everybody know, a decision that John and I have made uh, is that future podcast cruises are going to be space limited. Uh, we... Uh, while we love the fact that we have 600-plus people traveling with us uh, this December, from a logistical standpoint in terms of doing things on the ship, it has proven to be very, very challenging. I will say that Disney has been great in working with us, but we've really had to stop. We really had to. I'm being diplomatic. We can, we'll trash them after the cruise is over. Okay. Um, I'm, no, I'm kidding. I'm just joking. Uh, from a from a, a logistical standpoint, it really has been very very difficult. So future cruises are going to be limited in the numbers. Right now, the number that we're probably looking at is about two to two hundred and fifty people per cruise. Oh, that sounds good. So that's why uh, we're going to uh, do more of them. We're just going to make them smaller and more intimate, and be more focused on doing events among us as a group rather than some of the over-the-top stuff that we tend to do. Can I ask you all something around the table here? Are you all nervous about this cruise and all these people? No. No? No? no. 
No. Are y'all going to be out among the people, John? No, not at all. No. <laughs> no, actually, actually, I will be. I, we, yeah. have, we have many events scheduled. This, so, this got a little bit out of control, but many of the events that are scheduled, I'm going to make sure I'm there and I'm participating right. in and I'm helping people and getting like the clam bake and stuff. You're going to be there. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I see, and that's well, that's that's part of the reason that um, you know doing these adventures by Disney trips. Where we're traveling with 20 or 25 or 30 Dizzers, we've been able – I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be really honest with you. That's the reason I'm so anxious to do so many of these Adventures by Disney trips next year because the experience has been wonderful. Getting that one-on-one time with people, it is so difficult for us on these cruises when there's these massive – it was hard enough with the last one when we had 250, 300 people um, – on this one, that's one of that's the only thing I am nervous about. I'm concerned about is that I, I just the, the FaceTime, the chance yeah. to get to know people really isn't there. It's like the Dizapalooza party. It is. That's it's a five, it's a five second meet and greet, it's, and that's and that's what bothers me, and that's what I don't want. So I, I I really want to make these smaller, a little bit more intimate, and 250 may even be high. I may scale that back. Uh, it all depends on how this one goes off. But uh, I'm happy to do more of them with fewer people uh, than do one a year or one every 18 months where it's insane. And I'd like to say, can I say something really sure. quick? There's always, on the last cruise, there were people that I never met. They'd yeah. say, I didn't want to bother you. Okay, I'm going to say it here. Bother, bother us. Bother us. We, 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 we to want meet to meet you. you. We yeah. really do. Right. It would, <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it's very difficult for us to hunt you. No, I, I think it's important not to joke about this particular no, no, thing because really? a lot of people are, we hear it all the time where, you know, we saw you at the parks and we didn't want to bother you. Listen, it really is a pleasure. It, it is. really it is. and truly is a pleasure and an honor to get to meet the people who, uh, who listen to the show you have no idea how much we appreciate that. We really do. Um, that met- people listen to us, that they take time to travel with us is, is such an honor. Uh, I'll speak for myself, but I'm pretty sure I'm speaking for everybody sitting mm-hmm. here. We really do look at it as an honor. So please, we want to meet you. Right. We want to say hello. We want to get to know you as much as we possibly can. All we ask is that you please understand that uh, with, with the number of people – in the number of days that we have on the ship, it's really hard sometimes for us to say hello to everybody. Um, you know, I, I, was, I was raised that when you host a party, you have FaceTime with everybody at the party at least twice. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of go into that's the only thing that makes me nervous about yeah, these things. Me too. Which is why I want to make them smaller so that we have those opportunities for more interaction because that's what we enjoy. Yeah. And that was one of the complaints we got on the last podcast cruise is that they didn't see us enough. And, you know, we, we met we've met a lot of people in the last couple of years and we now know those people and a lot of them will be on this cruise. But the vast number of people that are coming, we have never seen. Right. Yeah. And that's the people. I mean, I want to meet everybody. I'm anxious right. to see people like about, old friends. I but, think about half of the people on this cruise are people that we've not spent time with mm-hmm. I mean, they might have been to Dizapalooza things like that but people we haven't had one on one I just want to add one more thing to what Pete's saying before you read your email which is apropos to this conversation um, what I would like to do is keep the podcast cruises smaller do the adventures by Disney trips but also have the big party 
So I think that's the time. You like your big party, don't you? I do like your big party. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the time where we say, you know, everybody come, and that's, you know, tons of people there. But I think these things we need to keep a little bit more. More intimate. Yep, I agree. I, I, I only brought this out because it's very apropos. Hi, podcast team. I just wanted to say hi and thanks to all you uh, for all you guys, what you do. A special hello to John and Kevin. My family and I saw John, Kevin, and his mom on Sunday at Sweet Tomatoes. This is a couple of weeks old uh, in the Crossroads Shopping Center. I wanted to say hello, but I didn't want to interrupt your dinner, so I'm saying hi now. I'm a longtime listener and I've met many of you before at Bob's Memorial Lunch at Gaylord Palms, the Swan and Dolphin. Uh, meet few years ago that was actually our first meet andy anyway just uh saying hi now didn't get a chance to on sunday it's totally apropos to what we were talking about Mm -hmm. absolutely we hear Uh, this all the time it's it's a pleasure to meet you i please come up and say hello i always feel bad that i didn't recognize you or didn't see you but i'm going to be honest with you when i go out to dinner with john and my mom it's kind of, you know, you're focused on what you're doing. Yeah. You're not out in a public persona kind of way. Yeah, you're not but, out looking for people. Ooh, right. Because that would just be creepy. Yeah, would be. <laughs> Is this the Andy that collected the postcards? Because I can remember sitting at the Swan Dolphin meet with an Andy that collected old Disney postcards. I'm not sure, maybe. But are you asking you, me or are you well, like just, speaking to I'm Andy? Just, yeah, if you're the hey, Andy, cool, I remember. I don't know. <laughs> I would just ask on the cruise the last time I had a lady try to follow me into the stall in the bathroom. I'll meet you oh, that's anywhere. That's a Nancy Johnson move. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll meet you anywhere, but... There's a limit. Yeah. <laughs> but, so please, just to reiterate, I'm going to speak to what everybody else has said. Please come up and say hello, especially on the podcast cruise. Yes. Um, we've run into a couple of people uh, in the last couple of weeks, and I've said to them, just understand that when we do see you on the cruise... The fact that it's kind of a, hi, how are you? I've got to be someplace. We do have a bunch of events yeah. planned. So the idea of st- sitting around and chatting with you, there's nothing I'd and like And that's better. why I want to scale back on the events and future cruises because it does take away from the time we get to spend with you guys. And One of the best times that we had on the last cruise was, I think it was the at sea day. There was a bunch of people finally came up by the pool and we all just pulled up chairs in oh, a yeah. big circle and we all just sort of sat there and chit chatted and everybody like took their turn. That was really a, a great time. That was really nice. It's very odd. I, I, I walked up and they're like, Walter's going to sit with us. And I'm thinking, where yeah. else would I sit? Yeah. By myself at the bar or what? I'm like, that's kind of odd. Yeah, it wasn't, I mean, that was fun. And Oh, but, yeah, we yeah, had but, a whole group down but there. People were like, oh, you're going to join us. I'm like, yeah, I want to be where the people are. Yeah. I mean, when we're at the Red Cliff, uh, <laughs> yeah, Ariel. <laughs> at the Red Cliff Lodge, we met someone world. from the Diz. <laughs> yeah, at the Red Cliff's Lodge uh, on our ABD trip uh, in Utah, uh, we met a Desert. Did you uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. She was like two rooms down from us. Yes. Wow. And she was like, you know, I wasn't sure if I should say hello, and I'm so glad she did. I am did she too. Say it turned out because yeah. she knew you were going on that trip. Yeah. Well, no, she didn't stay there because she knew I was going. She had already had her plans. Oh, so. be talking. But say hi. Don't you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I thought it was funny. You'd step out of your, John, you never did, did this last time, but when you step out of your stateroom and there's somebody standing there that just is shocked. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's where you're at. I'm like, oh, now they know where I'm at. Okay. <laughs> you know, Kathy said it was the at sea day. For me, it was the uh-huh. in-state room day. Was that the in-state room yeah. day? Well, I liked I was in the elevator the one day and I was just talking to my daughter and somebody goes, I know that voice. Yeah, I had is that, that happen you know, a couple times. So now it's like I have to watch what I say. You know, I don't want to be yelling at my daughter or really? somebody. Really? Screaming at But for people to know your voice, you know, 
So absolutely, please come up and say hello. We we love to meet you. We love getting to know as many people as we can. That's a month uh, away, right? It's a month away. Oh, my gosh. So, all right. Well, that is going to do it for our email show for this week. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next week with another episode of The Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. 